What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Daily Fitness Education. My name is Kyle, your host, a personal trainer in the trenches each and every single day. In today's podcast, I'm actually interviewing a kindred spirit, uh, a kin major who's been coaching for years and years and years in the fitness industry. And the cool part about this, I typically stand for exercise being a discipline, something that you have to develop in as a habit so that you can become addicted to it. Now, in that process of becoming addicted to it, it's important that you find things that can make it pleasurable. So you want to be either listening to your favorite music or watching video games in between sets or you know, watching hockey or sports or doing a fantasy league or simply just on Pinterest or Instagram. Now, many people frown upon this because, you know, the gym bros who don't quite have empathy for other people in their own learning process and get upset when people are using their equipment and all of this different stuff. Now, I can understand why it's intimidating, but if you do something pleasurable with something uncomfortable, you're likely to develop a really strong association with it. Now, the cool part about what Eric is doing as a kin major, he's been a coach for many, many years. So hats off to the experience and the stoicism it takes to stay in the fitness industry, um, but has developed a board game by popular demand that makes it so that you can exercise and have a blast. This is super, super relevant. And I'm really excited to interview this guy. He's a wealth of knowledge. Like I said, kin major, so you know, has the, the science and the background and the study, which is exercise science, um, to be able to help people along their process of improving their future in fitness. So without further ado, let's dive into the interview. Um, it's going to be an awesome one and I'm super excited for you to be able to take away some golden nuggets to add to your arsenal and to your life. Stay tuned. Good morning, everyone. My name is Kyle Roche and this is the Daily Fitness Education, the podcast designed to highlight how anyone can become successful in any endeavor at all in life. Learning every day. I'll discuss something that I've learned in the past, something I may have learned that day, or something that I'm about to learn. Through books, mentors, courses, formal education, colleagues, and practical steps with clients, you can listen along through the lens of a personal trainer and the healthy enthusiasts around me and learn from my trials and tribulations as to how to achieve the intangible habits to pursue your own future in fitness. All right, Eric. So, uh, you know, welcome to the Daily Fitness Education, man. This is a podcast designed for people trying to learn about what it means to improve their future in fitness. So, you know, I'm, I'm super grateful you reached out. It seems like you got some really awesome stuff to bring to the market and uh, that are going to help a lot of people improve their relationship with fitness. Now, um, you've got a pretty impressive background. You've been a coach for many years and I've taken people from A to B for quite some time, which is... Uh, not a common skill, right? So to be able to do yeah. that and have that experience in my eyes just, you know, stands out um, in remarkable ways. So, you know, without me running into it too much, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself, a bit about your background and, uh, you know, speak towards what, uh, what you think your purpose is in health and fitness. Yeah. So my name is Eric. I'm a personal trainer here in the Mississauga area. area. So I've been training since 2013. So that's when I first started in the training industry after I graduated from York University in kinesiology. So from like 2013 to 2015, I was just training and also was going to school at George Brown College for sport and event marketing. And that's where I developed my, um, my business skills for the industry. So from there, from yeah, 2013 to 2015, I've been, I was training and that's where 
at habitual fitness. And that's where I just basically like um, learned my craft and developed my skill sets and like, you know, just perfected everything in the training side, uh, learning everything from nutrition, mobility, soft tissue work, all the, all the, all the things you need in a training program. And then, and then I've started taking over the business side of the gym. So I started doing more of um, the marketing and event side position at the gym. So I started running events at the gym, started running, um, doing a lot of the marketing, getting interns, uh, getting sponsorships for the gym and getting prizes for events. So I started taking on that role at the gym. And then that's where it led it. That's where it slowly led to this, which is a, fitness board game I created and it's all from events I've run. So um, I started with a boot camp I ran in 2016. It was called Board Games Boot Camp. So it was the first event and it was just a boot camp, a regular boot, it's not a regular boot camp, but it's a boot camp with a twist. So we had four different board games in the boot camp. So we had like a fitness Jenga, fitness Monopoly, which was the original board games and a fitness uh, roulette and then a fitness blackjack. And then we had like 20 participants and we just rotated uh, quadrants. So five, five people per station and it's a workout just involving a game basically. And that went really well and people loved it. And then, so I had this whiteboard, which was the original fitness monopoly. So it was just a fitness monopoly. And then I would use that whiteboard to teach classes like throughout the year, just like randomly random classes, just to, Give my give my boot campers just something fun to do. Just to switch it up, switch up the routine because you know they're used to the, like the AMRAPs, the circuits. Just to switch it up, so they so they know just to have fun with them. Because like the best part of having classes is just getting that energy in the class, having fun in the class. So that's when I brought out the fitness monopoly, and people would have fun playing it. Cool. And so then from there, fitness monopoly, I got I had my interns take that fitness monopoly and it turn into a poster. So we got it turned into a poster and now I changed the name from Finesse Monopoly to Fitopoly. So Fitopoly was the next name for this poster that I created and I would teach the classes with it. And yeah, and then yeah, from there it turned into board games and then now I'm introducing it to the market. Yeah, nice. So uh, it sounds to me like you've, you've created something at a popular demand and uh, you know, through your process that really just found something that clicks for people, encourages them yeah. to get involved in exercise, uh, and and really starts to make things fun from uh, from a play side of things, which is is super relevant for people because I think yeah. we're missing play in their life now. Um, you know, I definitely want to go into much deeper for you know my audience and then whoever will listen to this in the future, uh, your audience as well, uh, yeah. try and understand. Um, more about this board game, but you know, I'm a little curious. I I'd just love to know a little bit more about your background, where you came from, uh, what fitness means to you and, and why you got into it. Okay. So my background is all basically it all started at university. That's mm -hmm. when I got more into fitness. Um, I was at York university for kinesiology. So I'm learning about health and science and fitness. And I knew it was like, that was trending in the, in the industry. Like everything was going. So this is like, I was in university 2000, 2008, 2013. And in that, in that year span, 2008, 2013, exercise and health and fitness was trending up. Because everyone was just, you know, trying to get, everyone was you know, getting healthier workouts. You're seeing commercials, participation commercials, seeing all these commercials, encouraging people to you know, go outside, get your workout in. 
So I'm like, okay, like I saw everything, you know, it was trending in the industry, basically. Like before that, there wasn't much, you know, telling people, oh, you need to work out 30 minutes a day, 60 minutes a day. It was just, you know, just whatever. That's why I never, back when in high school, I would never work out because I was never taught to work out. I was never taught these things. Yeah. And yeah. If I was, you know, if I was taught these things at an earlier age, I'd be working out at an earlier age, but I wasn't really taught these things that in high school and in high school, we just t- were taught like gym class, which is just sports. So I'd play sports like every now and then with my friends, but it wasn't no structure routine in a, in a gym or anything. Yeah. You know, if, if I go back to it and, and these days, I'm sorry to cut you off here, but um, that's okay. These days it's a much different lens and we know that stability and, and conditioning and, you know, trying to make it fun in certain ways is really relevant and helpful for us. But, you know, I think I only had like one um, gym class where like we spent maybe five or six sessions in a gym. And to me, like, you know, you ingrain English and math and science and these different disciplines into, yeah. into our psyche, but, you know, weight training, exactly. weightlifting, and like, it's, it's, it doesn't shock me at all that many people don't have a really strong relationship with health and fitness. So, you know, it sounds to me like um, that's kind of what you experienced as well when you were in school and you were saying like that you didn't know much about weightlifting and, and kinesiology and health reasons for exercise, right? Um, yeah. Can we talk about like, I'm curious about the origin and you know, what got you into the gym? Like why, why did you start? Uh, basically just working out with friends. That's when I just started getting into the gym because yeah, taking kinesiology, I was learning about health and science and learning about the muscles, learning about, you know, uh, working out. And so I couldn't like just graduate this program and not work out, you know? <laughs> so I had, you know, I had to like learn, learn my, learn the craft and yeah, I would just work out with friends in the gym. Yeah. It all started with friends. If I didn't have friends to t- take me to the gym, I wouldn't be starting in the gym. Yeah. To, you know, I am, I, I've looked back on and reflected and, in, in interviewed a bunch of my friends who are also coaches, personal trainers, uh, being in the industry, that's pretty much my only friends at this yeah. point, you know, other health and fitness coaches. And I found that we all have some like really frustrated story. Um, I'm mentoring two kids right now. Uh, shout out to Riley and Gavin. If you're, if you're listening to this podcast guys, um, you know, they both started exercising for the same reason I did. And you know, I'd broken up with my ex-girlfriend and I remember just being yeah. fucking mad as hell for like yeah. a year. <laughs> And that's, you know, that's why I started lifting. And, um, you know, I think there's, there's two reasons, you know, you can definitely make exercise a lot of fun, but, you know, I think it, it's also the, the same set of things where people um, get and start exercising and become active out of a place of frustration, right? Um, so it seems to me like what touched on that was like, you were trying to create an identity in health and fitness and kinesiology. And then yeah. was, I can't be a guy that's in health and fitness who doesn't, exercise exactly um so there was a little bit of vulnerability there but um you know what what do you think that really kind of pushed you into it was it you know the pressure of your peers or was it you know anything else just um just trying to learn learn the craft and just be a just get into it you know because i had to basically like i can't just graduate this program and not learn much about exercise but that's the problem with um uh, the university, like I learned all this science and stuff behind the, behind the, all the exercise. So I know all the, the science behind it, but it wasn't much practical. Yes. It wasn't much practical skills in the gym setting, like working out, 
bench press, learning form and learning all that. There wasn't much of that. There was like, I took one course at a university where I learned a bit of it. And that's because I chose the course, but it wasn't like a mandatory course where you have to take this and you learn more about, you know, form, squats, deadlifts, lunges. So, so yeah, I had to like basically just learn it on my, learn it on my, myself, learn it with friends. Uh, And then, yeah. And then I took a course at York, which got me my license, my personal training license. And then, yeah, I just started in a gym. But basically when I first started in the gym, I didn't know much. My like, from what I know now to back then, I didn't know like anything back then. Like I was starting to work out back then and I'm a, I'm a trainer. Right. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. So you know, like. Uh, my brain's kind of just running away with a bunch of interesting stuff. Like I, I actually have a background in accounting and audit. So I didn't start out in, uh, in the world of fitness. It was, uh, it was a passion that kind of aligned me into trying to do what I loved. And, you know, your story sounds pretty similar to me. Like I, you know, different industry, but I remember having a degree in accounting and audit and I was sitting in, you know, an an accounting office trying to do notice to readers. Now this is irrelevant for our, our, but what I noticed is that I knew nothing, right? Is that, and I'm not trying to undervalue kinesiology. It's a remarkable uh, study, but especially for our purposes today. Yeah. I just remember feeling like there was so much more to learn and so much more to like grasp of, you know, the health and fitness thing. So, uh, when I first got into the industry and you, you're resonating with me, cause like, I was like, man, I feel like I'm so behind. There's all of these kin majors and people that have been doing it for years and years. But I think um, the unique part about what you're coming to the stage with today is the experience, right? And, and you're talking to it uh, in a way that's like, Hey, after a certain amount of time, you realize that it's not, it's not just understanding blood work and understanding, you know, different enzymatic reactions and, and yeah. chemical structures. It's actually like, Hey, you need habits. You need to like, you know, enjoy what you're doing. You need to like exactly. build some, some structure to it. So, you know, I think what you've built here is remarkable uh, because it allows people who are just getting into fitness um, who might have really good frustrated reasons like we did, but at the same yeah. sense, um, be able to identify with it in, a, in an enjoyable way. Um, yeah, they're going to have fun with it. It's crazy. Yeah. So to qualify what you're saying, there's a really good book um, by James Clear. And he wrote a book called Atomic Habits. And he really suggests if you really want to build a solid habit, that you need to make it pleasurable. And um, what I suggest for people beginning is like when you get into the gym, in between your sets, like watch a video game. In between your sets, you know, watch your fantasy football league. Or for ladies, you know, yeah. jump on Pinterest or Instagram or chat with some of your friends in between sets. And this might piss off some of the gym bros, right? Who yeah. want to if you're efficient, but it's also inclusive of people who are starting get involved in fitness and i think your your product um is a remarkable way of improving uh fitness and making it pleasurable very early on because you don't have yeah. to be in pain and then find pleasure on your offset you just get to have fun kind of putting yourself through the gears right yeah basically you know have fun and then you have working out with your friends or your family just and they're encouraging you to work out too so yeah. it's, it's all, all around it's a Man, it's super cool. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping you can take us on a journey a bit, you know, about what the board game is, you know, um, definitely some benefits behind it. But, um, you know, talk to me a little bit about how it came to be. I think that's the cool part because yeah. this was something that you had experimented with and then people loved it, right? Yeah. What are you, what are you so, talking about the origin of it? Okay, yeah. So 
Yeah, well, originally it started off as a, the boot camp. So I had the board games boot camp and I had the four, four board games. So I had the fitness monopoly, fitness Jenga, fitness roulette and fitness blackjack. And then from there, so that event went well. Everyone loved it event. It was a board games boot camp. Everyone loved it. And then I had this, I had the board. So I just like, I look at the board, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna use this for my own bootcamp classes. Mm. So I started using it for my bootcamp classes and then people were loving it. So then, yeah, I would just use it sparingly every now and then, every like one or two months, just to throw it, throw it in there for bootcamp. And then I'd got my interns, um, one of my marketing interns to take it and turn it into a poster. So now they, they made it into a poster and I got it printed at Vistaprint. So I had this cool, poster and I was like okay this is pretty cool now so let me do an event with this so I made a, the first event Fatopoli so I got a, it was called Fatopoli Fatopoli event and I had my friend who's a chef and he he gave a prize which was um in-house chef three-course meal at your house so he'd come the chef would come cook you three-course meal for the winner yeah so I had 10, 10 participants play the game and then we had one winner and then after the after the, the event I was just, we were just kicking it um so I had I brought food for the after the event and we had drinks. So just just to have fun with the members after the event. So we're just talking and talking and then they're like they thought I bought this game and I was like no I didn't buy this game I made it. They're like oh damn Eric I thought you you know went to the store and you bought it off the shelf or like Walmart or something. I was like I was like no nah, I just made this and they're like Eric you got to turn this into like a actual product. People would pay for this. Yeah. So then that's where it started to to just to plant in my head like a seed. I was like, yeah, that's true. Let me, let me do some more research into this. So I did more research. I got in contact with a, 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 a lawyer at York. And then they, they gave me advice not to use the Fatopoly because you might get in trouble down the road because the Opoly with Monopoly. Yeah. So I had to scratch out, I scratched out Fatopoly. And then I was just thinking of names. So the name, the next name I came up with was Pump It Out. Hmm. So I came up with Pump It Out. And then I found like a, a manufacturer in China. So I got, so I got the actual, I got the poster made into an actual board game. And this was summer 2019. So I have an actual board game and I was pumped it out. And I was thinking, okay, back then for the Fatopoli poster, the, those were the exercises on the, on the board were all exercises in the gym. So it was like kettlebell swings, tire flips, uh, squats, and just things in the gym that I can use. But I was like, okay, for pump it out, I have to make it so I, have to, I can, People could play it anywhere. I have to make it like somewhere like minimal equipment. And I was like, okay, let me, I'm going to make this one body weight. So I made this one, I made pump it out. I made it all body weight exercises and got it summer 2019. And I started play testing more with the members. And that's where I developed more of the rules, more of the, the play types. So I started playing multiplayer. So the usual way to play the game was multiplayer like with the food campers. So I usually have three to 10 players, but if the boot camp was big, so like 20 players, I would do teams. And that's where I started introducing team concept into the game. And then, so yeah, as I kept play testing and play testing, I kept developing the rules, developing the ways to play the game. And then from there, um, I had a, one of my um, personal training co-op, high school co-ops, he was playing the game. And then he just took a snapshot of the game to show his friends and he was like, board games. And he put a flex and I was like, that's the name right there, board yeah. games. Yeah. I was like, it's so simple and beautiful, damn. So then, so now I have the name. And then 
during COVID, the gym was closed, so I had all the, had a whole bunch of free time to to use. So I started fi- finalizing the game, finishing it up. Uh, got like all the trademarks and uh, made the corporation business. I started finalizing the board games product. So I started switching out some of the exercises, some of the body weight ones, because some of them were like moving exercises, like walking lunges, uh, laps. So I got rid of all those. So I made sure to like all the exercises are all stationary body weight exercises. So all you need is an exercise mat or just a little space on the, on the, in the air or in the, the gym or wherever you're playing it. So you don't, you don't need to like squat. You don't need to like lunge anywhere or walking lunges anywhere. You just need one little area and that's it. So then more people could play it and they just have a little area to play it. Cool. So yeah, so then I changed, yeah, changed some of the exercises, finished up the rules, and then I got it printed in China and I got it back in July. So this July, so past July, so I got it. And then from July till now, I've just been play testing with different groups of people going out. The, the best thing is I've been play testing with people and just like all these new people I'm having, and I just message on Instagram and I'm just networking. So it's uh, lots of fun. Yeah, you know, I, uh, there's a lot of golden stuff in there um, when you were kind of walking through what it is, how it came to be. And, you know, I think I'd like to start there just for the yeah. list because, you know, uh, similar to me, you know, I, I loved fitness and that's why I got into it. Um, but, you know, over time it was like, well, how do I help more people while doing it? Because we both realize as trainers, your life gets better as you help people. It's like, yeah. oh, you know, I love this career and we directly have in-person contact, but like sometimes we create stuff that people don't love. Right. And we create, yeah. uh, you know, out of like, Hmm, I wonder if this is going to work. And, you know, I did a lot of that stuff myself, but it sounds to me and the really cool part about this, um, and why I believe it's probably going to just do amazing is you didn't actually create this. Um, and you know, I, I guess you did initially, you created it to see if it would work well in a boot camp style. Um, and yeah. then, like I said, by popular demand, like people just started to eat it up and they were you exactly. to a product. So. It just organic. It just happened organically. It wasn't like I was thinking, okay, let me think of something like to create, to make money, you know, it just, right. you know, and this was one of those things. And, um, I think, you know, my question is going to be a little bit around, um, you know, first off, I love that this wasn't, uh, an idea for you in, in a way to create money. Um, because, uh, you know, while money is super relevant and it's great to yeah. be ambitious, um, I, I don't think that the ambition behind money is always creating the, the source of great products. Yeah, but exactly. the source of, of this is entirely market-driven, um, which is super cool. Um, but there's a ton of practical uses for this. And my brain kind of just goes into, you know, family members who are trying to get their other family members involved, uh, good ways for people who are addicted to, uh, weightlifting who don't love cardio to get more involved exactly. in yeah. conditioning. Um, and I'm thinking like, you know, even just for families to do as an active thing together around the table, but you know, you're yeah. definitely going to a cottage. If they go to the cottage, they can play the game. Like, and this is it. Luck. You're going to be the king of like, of explaining practical applications and the benefits of how you can, and when you can use this. So why don't you take us a little bit into the world of, not only like what it does, like features are great, but like, you know, um, it's, it's fitness and conditioning at the end. Yeah, basically, it's, just, yeah, it's a conditioning workout, basically. You know, why, t- tell us a little bit about why people love it so much. They love it because it's, it's a conditioning workout, 
it's like a boot camp, but they don't realize it's a boot camp because they're having so much fun. Right. So it's like a, depending on how long they play it, like usually like I, I run the games for like 10 minutes. So like 10 minute rounds. Right. So like, it'd be like, they'd probably play like three 10 minute rounds in an hour or three 10 minute rounds. Yeah, and about like about an hour, which is like the warm up and the cool down. And then like, they don't realize that this was like a full body workout. They're just having fun. Just, and they don't realize like, oh my God, it just, this was hard, but I had so much fun playing it. And you just burn 500 calories just like that, yeah. just from playing for about an hour, being active for an hour. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, it's just, just a conditioning, conditioning workout. That's what I found out. Like as I kept play testing and just, yeah, it's basically a boot camp in a box. Right. Now, where, where do you think um, are some of the most creative ways and, you know, common ways in which people would use this? Like where and, and how? Yeah, that's the beauty about the game. Like this, it keeps, it, it keeps evolving. So originally, I was just thinking in a boot camp setting for personal trainers to use, to teach classes and personal trainers to use. They, if they want to teach classes outdoors, like in the park or something, they can bring out the game, teach it at the park. They could teach... Uh, gym owners can use the game to run events at their gym just to build a community in their gym they can run like a tournament for their gym members just to build a community get everyone you know together and just having fun and then it started and then family members started playing the game so i started testing play testing with family members and they were loving it started play testing with kids and i saw the kids were loving it too so i'm like okay parents are gonna buy this for the kids so you know here play this game and you know leave me alone for the next 30 for 30 minutes or 40 minutes and then Teachers, teachers um, have some teacher friends and they were like, oh, Eric, I want to get this game so I can teach my gym class. So then, yeah, it just kept evolving. So I, I saw, first I started with personal trainers and then I see it with families, teachers, and then, yeah, just the, the average like, fit fans because there's like fit fans all over the place. So like fit groups of people that just work out together. And yeah, they, they would take the game and go to the beach, go to the park, um, Gordon Cottage before, you know, as soon as you wake up in the morning to do your workout, they would play the game before they start drinking and having food and whatever at yeah. a cottage. Sure. You know, um, this is, this is one of those things, and this is maybe this question, uh, the next one I got for you, you know, thanks for, for sharing that. Cause I think it takes people into your world and all the people that are really starting to enjoy it, which I think is, um, super cool when you yeah. gold with something that's, uh, can be super useful to help the planet. But I remember, going back to a lot of my family gatherings with, you know, an ex-girlfriend and they always wanted to play board games. And I'm like super type A, like need to be doing stuff all the time. And I really tried to sit down with them to play the board game. So, um, you know, I, I really love that there's a practical application to a board game. So you can take board game lovers and interlace them with people who are, you know, active and you can encourage them to get active. Um, yeah, and that's my own selfish question is like, is there ways in which you can get competitive with this game? Yeah. That's, that's why it turns into like an, it turns into like an actual like hard workout at the end of the day, because like it starts off they're playing, but then it gets competitive when they're playing and then they're all just trying to race to win. And yeah. that's when like, that's when the, the heart rate starts to get elevated and that's when they get the real workout in. Mm -hmm. Like, cause it's when you're playing with three to 10 players, the winner is the first person to either, have the most gains in a set amount of time right. or hit a certain gain before everybody else. So they can like, they can play points. So points and say you want, you set the gains to five points. So it's basically 
first person to hit five points wins the game. And by getting a, to get a point, you have to go around the board. So roll the dice, move your game piece, and whatever you land on, you do the exercise. So you have to keep rolling and keep going around the board, completing the exercises as you land on them. And then when you do one lap around the board, you get a gain. Nice. So that's the points. And then time is basically, it's like an AMRAP. So it's 10 minutes, or you can do 10 minutes, five minutes, 20 minutes, whatever which way you want. I just do 10 minutes. 10 minutes is like the average game. 10 minutes, and whoever has the most gains in 10 minutes wins the game. So, you know, and, and for our listeners, an, an AMRAP means? As many rounds as possible, or as many reps as possible. Right. But no, as many rounds as possible, so that's why I use it. You know, rounds kind of works. It's, it's yeah. I, possible. I, I, I usually say as many rounds as possible for my for AMRAPs for me, for my bootcamp classes. But yeah. I like that yeah. you had different um, uh, AMRAPs, let's say. So you, you had 10 and then 15 and then 25, I believe, were the different increments you said? Yeah, 5, 10, and then um, 20. Which sounds to me like, you know, you can have some, some novice people get involved or some, you know, introductory lifters or, or athletes and, and improve their fitness. I and mean, you can have the maniacs who want to, you know, go to the 2% of the Tough mutters. I think. Yeah, because yeah, originally when I first started the game, it would be like I was doing 30-minute games. Right. But then as I kept play testing, I realized, okay, I can make, let me make them like 10-minute games because it's still like a, it's like a 10 minute workout because you're just going around the board as fast as you can. And it's, so they need like, yeah, 10 minutes is like a perfect time. And then the, for people like, this is one of, uh, eventually I'm going to do a, like, um, like it would be Iron Man. So it'd be like a 60 minute match between people. Yeah, cool. Um, you know, it sounds to me like there's a, a remarkable synthesis between people who want to, you know, come out, get a little bit of a sweat on, feel like they're improving their health and fitness and also want to have some fun. And then there's also, you know, the other purpose of like people who, um, you know, want to get super intense and compete with each other. And uh, it sounds like it's, it's a game that has versatility and can move across yeah. the spectrum of people's needs. Exactly. It can, you can, yeah, you can have the people that want to play for fun or you can have the people that want to play competitive. But the beauty about the game is you don't have to be the super, the fittest to win the game because anyone can win the game because it all, it's all game a chance. Yeah. Because you can land on exercises that you don't like to do or you can land, you can roll big numbers. So the fittest person never, ever always wins the game. That's the beauty. Cool. Anyone has a chance to win the game. So it neutralizes it, right? So it makes yeah. it everyone's working, um, but it neutralizes it. So, <laughs> I mean, that's gonna, it, it's gonna rough some people up who are, uh, who are extreme. All the fit, yeah, all those extreme people, they're like, oh man, I can't win the game. <laughs> I'm like, it's a game of chance. That's why, you know, I do like, uh, that's why I do like three rounds. So it's like, bet the winner would be, the, the, the overall winner would be whoever has the most wins in the game. I'm, I'm thinking that like, um, this is not only going to be super relevant for, uh, the first main most important one is going to be for fit people to involve their friends, right? Yeah. One of my biggest things is like, I don't need to be the coach that coaches each person. I'd love to take a person and teach them how to then include other people to create somewhat of a ripple effect. Yeah, that's why like, I love hosting events. And this, this board game is basically an event. So when you play the game, you're, you're run, basically running an event for people. So, um, you know, that kind of inspired a thought. Do you, are you going to host like both an online, like daily event or weekly event where you, they can all follow and chime in on the board game or board game? Yeah. Um, and can, they can also order uh, the product itself too, right? Yeah. So right now I'm running um, a Zoom tournament. So it's like a, it's, yeah, it's basically like um, a 
tournament over Zoom, six players max, mm-hmm. and it's free. And it's like um, there's donations too, and all the donations go to um, Black Lives Matter. Nice. So yeah, I'm just running that right now, just to like get more people involved and see the game, play the game, play test the game too. And then, yeah, we're going to have the Kickstarter released in end of October to release the game for everybody. Nice. nice cool. Yeah, it sounds like, um, it sounds like you're on, on a pretty uh, awesome track here. Um, yeah, it's some um, inspiration from like hosting events that make me think of these creative things and like WWE too, watching wrestling. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's why I'm like, okay, I have the different matches I can do. Like I, right now, the, they have the Zoom world title. So like the winner of this the tournament is going to have the, the official Zoom world title. And nice. then they're going to have to defend it against okay. other players in the future. Man, that's and then awesome. I'll have a, yeah, and then I'll have an in-person one too. For that's, I've started to plan that one, the in-person tournament. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think there's a lot of potential to create a lot of uh, community, right? Yeah. Get together and get them moving, um, which for my purpose is uh, help the planet move more which is yeah that's good so um my, my next thought is like the the practical application of trainers um i know a lot of people host a lot of boot camps and exactly i mean this you know with kindness but quite unsuccessfully in that they just don't know what to do or how to do it or how to start out so for uh, an introductory trainer or even um a high level let's say quite experienced trainer who doesn't who wants to create something new I think like for coaches, like this is a huge tool. Yeah, this is like, that's the way I envisioned it in the beginning was like for trainers to use to teach their classes and teach their community members. They can, they have the template, they just buy the box. It'll, you know, they buy the game and then they'll make up that money that they spent on the game by charging their members to play it and run tournaments and run events. Right, yeah. Uh, Do you think there's any uh, other things involved that you can you know eventually be sharing to teach other trainers how to market it yeah so then um so that's part of on the kickstarter Mm. i'm gonna have like um so you can buy the game and then you can buy like um and then there's also another where it's a gym level so the gym level is where you buy it the gym level i don't know i'm think of the i'm trying to finalize the cost for it but basically, I would go there or do it via Zoom, and I would basically teach them how to run events and with the game and teach them everything about how to use the game to market to their gym, market to the community, and basically do I would I do what I do. Yeah, right. In the game. And it's super replicatable. You know, yeah. I think, um, and again, I just I can't hit this home enough. Like, it's, uh, it, this wasn't born of, of your... Uh, idea it was the idea that stuck and that stuck was like the real reason why this is so uh so huge because um people love it right yeah. like i can't i can't emphasize that enough and you know if if people want to get more involved in health and fitness they should uh um, yeah. this is this is a game changer man so um you know i'd love to know a little bit about uh fully what what your purpose you feel with this game is what you think it speaks to and uh where you think it's going to go yeah well the game is just to get people moving have them have fun with workout working out so it doesn't seem like a chore and just to like make people move all over the world you know back when i first graduated i was like oh i need to make an impact on the world or like help help the world get more healthier but like i didn't have a plan 
right. you know i just like i knew what i wanted to do is like get people more active and then do it like worldwide but yeah i didn't have like um i'm gonna do this do that do that i didn't have like a how am i gonna accomplish this plan right. and then and now i have a now i have like a, a the box i have the game to do everything that i had envisioned when i've graduated and now it can become a reality and like help more people work out all over the world and that's the beauty about it people can play this all over the world and just helping people play the game all over the world is just yeah crazy to think about and then yeah the game is going to turn yeah it's going to start like with the board game but by the end of it it's going to be like a brand so like a bigger brand and i've envisioned to see like tv shows about using the game so like people like people like watching people so you're going to have like your favorite people like if you have nba basketball players play the game and that's one episode or ufc fighters play the game one up that's another episode or you can have like influencers play the game and that's one episode right. that's where i see it going in the future like yeah. that's why i said like i like wwe because that's where i see it, the same re uh, resemblance yeah neat neat um yeah even like there's a new there's a show with the rock it's like a fitness like workout show or like a competitive like fitness adventure show with the rock and that's, I was like, oh, and so then that's where I started seeing, okay, this game is going to turn into like one of those type of shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, this is, this is super cool. Um, I like, I like how you explain that story and how things kind of came together for you. Um, it reminds me of a conversation when I was mentoring someone, they're like, you know, you know, why, why do my goals and my vision seem so vague? Like, why, why does my purpose and my outcome seem so vague? And uh, I meditated on it and, you know, I was like, well, no one really has this really solid outset of what their goals look like until they start to realize how to form goals, exactly. how to create vision. And that's a skill in and of itself. But yeah. there's a, uh, a famous speech by Steve Jobs who said, you cannot connect the dots moving forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. And, uh, you know, I think that speaks um, immeasurably to everyone who has a goal. Yeah. yeah who's trying to accomplish something because we, we don't know, right? Yeah. We, we don't know how this stuff is going to turn out. All we know is, you know, if we stay the course, we get to see the outcome exactly. created from staying the course from our last goals. Yeah. You just got to keep pushing basically. Yeah. So I think, you know, the coolest part about what's kind of coming here is, you know, your purpose is growing and that's exactly really cool part to, to watch an entrepreneur, especially one with a, a great purpose and a mission uh, behind board games, um, you know, you, you're probably going to have some, uh, you know, pretty positive, have a unbelievable outcome on this planet for the, the sake of movement. So, you know, I thank you. Yeah. Um, I think it's a goal. No um, but, you know, just to kind of close, because we're running out of time, man, uh, I'd love to know how to connect our audience uh, to you. Now, you had just previously mentioned that uh, it's going to be launched and coming out in October of 2020. So for everyone listening to this podcast, uh, you know, where can they find you at that point? And if you're listening to this podcast and it's beyond October 2020, then go to um, where you're going to suggest. So where, where can the audience find you, man? Yeah, so go to the website, www.boardgains.com. That's where you'll find all the information. So you can go to the uh, board www.boardgains.com and sign up for our email list. So when you're on the email list, that's when you get the release date for our Kickstarter. So the, the Kickstarter is gonna release at the end of October, early November. Still finalizing a date for that. And yeah, when you get when you sign up 
through the email list, you'll get you'll get a uh, auto email right away, which will direct you to our Facebook group. So in the Facebook group, that's where I'll have all more details. You can ask me questions about the game. If you want to set up a play test with you and your friends, you can ask in the group and I can make that happen. Yeah, and then you can also find me on um, boardgames.fit on Instagram. And yeah. Okay. You know, and just for my own clarity, is that board games with an S or a Z? With the S. Yeah, board games. Yeah, nice, man. Well, um, you know, everyone who's listening, I would definitely, uh, you know, put this in your planners or write a note or, or go and sign up for that email list uh, as a number one thing and just make sure you're in the loop because when this thing comes out, for all the amazing benefits, like if you're a coach, you can use it. If you're, you know, if you're a healthy person, you want to get your family involved, you can get them involved without feeling super grindy and bro-y like going to the yeah. gym. And, you know, for get, your kids, get starting, your kids started in fitness early playing the game. And there's all different levels, which means like everyone, everyone can get involved. So, you know, thanks so much for taking the time uh, to connect with me on this podcast, man. And, um, you know, if there's anything else that uh, I can do for you or you can do for me or this audience, then, you know, don't hesitate to reach out. But, you know, yeah. thank you so much for your time today, Eric. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot for your time and having me on the podcast, Kyle. Yeah, my pleasure, man. And good luck to you. All right. See ya. All right, see you, buddy.